Welcome to Connect the Knox. I'm Julia Hurley, connecting you locally here in Knoxville to the nation. And today's guest is Cole Cottom. Cole, tell us a little bit about you, how you're connected to Knoxville, and what you're doing now. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for having me. I uh, was I was born in Memphis, moved here um, with my family. We were on two. I was around two. Um, have lived here since. Uh, I currently. Uh, play for the Boston Red Sox and their uh, in their organization, and currently uh, living living in Knoxville, spending my off season here. So it's uh, I love it, love it. Lived here my whole life, and uh, don't really know much else. Well, tell us a little bit about that entire journey because becoming a pro player in any sport requires so much. And Knoxville, as far as the nation's concerned, is just some really small town. How does a guy from a really small town get to go play for a pro team? So I, uh, I grew up, like I said, I grew up here. Um, I went to Knoxville Catholic high school just down the road. And, uh, fortunately, uh, the university of Kentucky gave me a chance. So I played there for three years, um, had an unbelievable, unbelievable time there. And, uh, and, you know, I had a few good years. And so, um, the Red Sox, they, uh, drafted me back in 2018 and then, uh, have been playing for them since. That is so fantastic. What's your position? I'm a catcher. Oh my goodness. Okay. Somehow magically, I'm going to tell you the story and tell the whole world, the story. <laughs> I don't know what it is about baseball players that are catchers. But you all seem to be the crowd of people that I know. Uh, another <laughs> friend of mine who I'll be doing another podcast with, I relocated him here, and he was a pitcher, a catcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And then he trains other catchers. And so now there's this gaggle of kids around us at all the UT baseball games. We have season tickets. They're all catchers. They're all being trained. Yeah, I've I've known Zane for a few years now. So yes. he uh yeah, so he's uh he's a good friend of mine. So I've I've known him for a few years. He's a great, great guy. I don't know what it is with the catchers coming in from Knoxville area, but <laughs> that seems to be a thing. And tell us a little bit about how the small town of Knoxville affected and impacted you throughout your entire career start to finish, like high school and into now, because we hear so many different stories about people from larger cities or from smaller towns than Knoxville. And the way that their environment shaped their success was huge. How did Knoxville impact you? Absolutely. You know, I, uh, like I said, you know, I grew up here and when you're, when you're younger, you kind of notice, you don't notice as much. It's uh, it's, it does seem a lot smaller, you know, you know, your family, your friends and your teammates and people you go to school with. So, um, you know, being, being from here, you know, growing up, it, it seemed like a very small town to me. And, you know, it was especially in the sports world, you know, we were, um, traveling to a few different places every once in a while, play some bigger tournaments and all that. But, um, you know, the high school, Knoxville Catholic, I went to it, uh, it's a smaller high school, private school, but, um, you know, some of my best friends in the world go there and or went there with me. And we, uh, you know, like I said, it kind of seems small when you look back, it's not as small as you think, you know, you just didn't really know a whole lot else. So, um, but absolutely. I mean, just being able to play ball against the same guys growing up, being able to hang out with them on the, on the weekends and everything. And, you know, the, the higher you get, um, for professionally also college and everything, you, you notice a lot of guys, you play with a lot of guys. And so it kind of, it makes it makes it a lot, it's a lot bigger in terms of the people, you know, but the circle itself is smaller. So I think, and there have, there's a lot of people from Knoxville um, that are very, very good at baseball. And, you know, we've kind of all grown up together and the ones we haven't, we've worked out with in the off season. So it's a, it's an unbelievable city, an unbelievable town. And I think uh, just being able to, 
spend my time here and um, with my family and everything has been nothing but great. So tell us about your family. Are you, do you have kids? Are they in school? Did, are they going to like follow in your footsteps and go to the same school that you went to? What's your outlook for them? I actually, uh, I have, we're expect me and my wife are expecting our first kid in February. So no. That is exciting. Congratulations. Yes. And best Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So yeah. So a little girl in February. So we're, uh, we're very excited and um, that's our, that's going to be our first one. So. So I have heard through the grapevine from several of my pro athlete friends that every one of them are having girls. I don't know what it is <laughs> about pro athletes lately. So all of you baseball players are going to be playing softball very soon. <laughs> How's that transition going to go? <laughs> Absolutely. I think we'll be we'll be their biggest fans. So we're we're very excited. It's not, it must be something in the water. So there must be something in the Knoxville water. All the pro mm-hmm. athletes from here are having females. So let's yep, go yep. go softball. Go. That's what we're doing. So what's the difference in all the places that you've traveled? So I said, did you have you start? Did you start with the Boston restaurant Red Sox? and you've been there the whole time? Yes, I, I've been in their minor league system for uh, for a few years now. So been was drafted by and been with them uh, since 2018. That's um, So one whole team the whole time. That's almost unheard of. Hmm. That's amazing. So how is this different than Boston? Like what are the biggest differences that you feel and can tell and just like crowds as far as sports go, support systems? How is Knoxville different? Yeah, so we uh, fortunately, you know, gr- going through the minor league system, you know, you're not you're not quite in the biggest of cities. So like we've uh, I've been to Boston a few times, um, you know, visiting, practicing, and stuff like that. But uh, I've never played there, really lived there. So um, it's definitely a different feel from Boston, that's for sure. I think with uh, in terms of just the the infrastructure alone, but also the community there. It's you know, it's just a lot um, broader scale of people. But you know, going through the minor leagues, you go. I've been to. Any any random city in the country is probably a good chance I've been there. But the uh, it gives you an unbelievable perspective on life because, you know, you go to some really big cities, some really small cities, and you see the different types of people in the in the entire country. So I think, you know, growing up only really being in Knoxville, going to Lexington for school, you know, you kind of get the same southern, um, you know, the southern vibe. And so I think being able to kind of just broaden the horizons a little bit, experience a little bit different, um, you know, food, culture people has kind of been a, a very big blessing for for me and my wife and everything. So, but again, it makes us, it also makes us appreciate Knoxville that much more. I think, um, you know, she, this is the first season she's, tra- she traveled with me for, for most of the year. And so she, we lived up in uh, Portland, Maine and uh, Worcester, Massachusetts and traveled a little bit up in the Northeast this summer. So I think, uh, you know, it was an unbelievable time, great time of year to be up there. And, uh, but, you know, it makes us kind of appreciate home when we're back here a lot more. Yeah. What are some of the best things about Knoxville, food versus Boston. Cause I've never been to Boston. It's on my list. Yeah. I don't know, but I hear, I hear there's a lot of amazing things up there, but I also hear there's no sweet tea, no cheese grits. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to survive. Yeah. The, uh, the food is different. And then, like I said, you kind of experience a lot different, um, the culture and the food and everything. I'm a, I'm a big food guy. So I, I love food. I love eating food, but, uh, it is different. I think, you know, I, wasn't exactly the biggest seafood guy, but they've got some unbelievable, some lobster mac and cheese is kind of right up my alley. But, um, but you know, it, it, again, it's, it's just different. I think you can always get the, the traditional food, but you know, ex- we like to, especially on the road, you go to different cities, random cities, you try to explore a little bit of, you know, that town and kind of the food, the, the landmarks, you know, we like going on like hikes or walks or everything like that. So it's kind of just exploring a little bit more. What's your favorite city other than Knoxville? Out of all the, t- I mean, apparently, I mean, pro, 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 y'all go to all 50 states and some. So we've got <laughs> a big array of choices 
and yeah. enjoyment and socioeconomic advantages and sports uh, and outdoors. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Lexington out of it since you know that some bad blood for this for last weekend, but. Um, I, I definitely think Greenville, South Carolina. So we were there for uh, a little over a year, probably with, with everything in, uh, 2019 and 2021. And, um, you know, my, my brother goes to Clemson, uh, went to Clemson there. So it's kind of close. And so, but I mean, it's, it's something about Greenville that, you know, it's the, the people, it's kind of like an up and coming city, but it's also just so beautiful. Um, a lot of really good things to do outdoors and, um, the baseball was great there and the, just the people and everything was, was awesome. I, I, I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but Greenville's probably at the top of my list. I would say it's a beautiful area. I visit there all the time, relocate a lot of people there to here, oddly enough, because they equate the Knoxville area with that same kind of intimacy and camaraderie, but less expensive taxes. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's, that sounds exactly right. Yeah, that sounds exactly right. Okay, so what do you think? One of the biggest, or many, but the biggest misconception about Knoxville other people in the nation have that have just, maybe they've only heard about Oak Ridge National Lab, or they've only heard about the balls, which we're finally winning, so everybody gets to hear <laughs> Rocky Top now. But what's the biggest misconception you think that you've heard about traveling? That's a good question. I think one of the biggest things for me is the the suburbs. Like, you know, everyone knows downtown Knoxville. It's the same with a lot of bigger cities, but you know, a lot of they know the the big things and the, you know, the downtown, like you said, the Vols, everything like that. But for me, you know, I, I grew up, I hardly ever went downtown. You know, we, we um, live probably 20 minutes outside downtown. I would always, you know, just travel, travel all around Knoxville. But it's the, I think it's the suburbs and the people, um, just the people here is a lot, it's a lot different. You know, it's, you get the Southern hospitality, the people are so, so nice, but you also, there's so much more to do outside of, uh, outside of downtown and, you know, even even the mountains and everything are unbelievable, but there's so much more outside of the the big name, the big name kind of things to do around here. Pain head to toe? Go see Dr. Joe. Certified sports chiropractor with specialties in dry needling, soft tissue therapy, TENS unit targeting, and spinal manipulation. 15 years of athletic chiropractic training at your service right here in Knoxville located off of South Peters Road. That's Dr. Joe Cairo at GoSeeDrJoe.com. Call the office today or visit our website. There's a lot of mom and pop places in Knoxville that I don't think that people really think about when they travel through because most of the time they're just stuck on I-40. They just kind of see what's available. They jump off the interstate exit and just go to whatever. But Knoxville is such an immersive town. I think the assumption is well, there's the Sun Sphere and the stadium and mm -hmm. nothing else exists. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And, I, and you know, Knoxville's, uh, I was learning it the other day. I mean, I've been here forever and don't know quite the, the boundaries of Knoxville yet. But, you know, it, it's a it's a bigger city in terms of, um, you know, location. Like it, it it really surrounds other neighboring counties and everything. So it's it's pretty large in terms of area. So, you know, you can get a lot different you pretty much get anything you want within the, within the confines of actual Knoxville. So, which it makes it so much more diverse and so much more, you know, so much, you can really find what you want and, you know, explore other, uh, other things around town. I agree with that. I think that our downtown has a ton to offer, but I think really and truly overall, the best thing that we have to offer is the diversity and people really don't know how different Knoxville is. They kind of just visit or they're just coming through and then they stay, they'll come right outside like into Farragut. And I remember 
you know, and, and this was pre me, but I just remember during that time, Farragut being, if you lived in Farragut and I live in Lenore City, I'm way past mm-hmm. Farragut, yeah. <laughs> seven miles away. So it's far. But uh, I remember saying to my friend, I'm going to go visit some friends in Farragut. And my friends, I, they, oh, I can't believe you're going all the way out there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we live in like West Knoxville, you know, right off um, like Rocky Hill area. But, you know, okay. we, yeah, so we would go um, all the time. Some of our best friends lived out in Farragut and, uh, you know, play golf out there, play a lot of sports. We played a lot of sports out there growing up. And then, uh you know, I'm actually living on the other side of downtown now. Um, so it's kind of a different, it's a longer drive out there. Are you on the North Knoxville side now? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So oh right, right around there. So it's, yeah, it's a little bit longer of a drive, but you know, it's, it's great for us. And we, uh, it's not, I, I assumed it would be like an hour's, an hour's drive, but it's really not, you know, it's, you just jump on the interstate and you're there in 25 minutes max. So it's, it's, um, it makes it, it makes it really seem small, like a smaller town, but it's, you know, it has so much to offer that makes it seem a lot bigger. I agree with that. I think that you run into a lot of the same people in the same places and then you meet new people everywhere you go at the same time. And you're not really ever sure if it's a big town or a small town. You just feel very at home in sure. Knoxville. I think yeah. that's a dirty space. Um, what do you think? And this is something that, that uh, the current the county mayor has been, I wouldn't say battling. I would I would say more giving opportunity of conversation to other leaders that have traveled outside of the area and are coming back. What is your thought process on being able to attract and maintain younger people to stay? Because as you know, and maybe other people don't know, we have more lakefront land than anybody else in the Southeast. We are a massive retirement community. However, we have started to attract younger people. So what would be something that would be the advice that you could have given your younger self to learn to appreciate Knoxville and say, Hey, stay. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, it kind of goes what I was saying with, um, you know, growing up, you know, you don't really see a whole lot. You kind of see what's what your, you know, you, what you do to and from school and, you know, where your parents go, everything like that. I think, you know, being older and being able to have the ability to kind of like, kind of what having the ability to move around and, you know, I'm never really in a spot for a longer time other than in the off season in Knoxville. I think, gives you a different perspective on seeing different things and, um, and everything like that. But I, I think the biggest piece of advice is, you know, like the expanding and everything is great. I think, you know, um, there's always room for improvement, but also like sticking to the roots and everything. So I think I love, like you said, I love the, like the mom and pop restaurants, the being able to go and do what you want, like downtown, it's kind of the infrastructure is great and everything like that. But I think, you know, sometimes with expanding population, all that traffic becomes a lot, uh, becomes a big issue as well. But, you know, they, they put the top golf in out and out in Ferry. I'm sure that'll like kind of that wave of, um, of building all the buildings out there and all the different restaurants and stores kind of attracting the, that probably would attract the younger crowd. And I think also, you know, with the lakefront property, you know, it's, it's expensive, I think. So I think, you know, being able to, um, kind of counter that is, is difficult. I would agree with that. Um, we t- we talk a lot about that in expansion and opportunity mm-hmm. And being able to have affordable housing, affordable meaning God knows what anymore in this market. <laughs> definitely a $2 million lakefront property is not for everybody. And yeah. I was so excited to get the Top Golf. And Joe and I checked that out a couple of weeks ago. I am not great at it yet, but <laughs> I'm going to master the ability to drop those balls in the baskets. So I took it at the driving range. That was not the win. Uh, but you got to master, you know, just dropping them in those buckets. So I also agree that that's going to start to attract 
younger people into doing things outside of just the downtown area. So I think that's good. Yeah. And I think also, you know, having the ability to drive 45 minutes or 30 minutes up to the mountains and have that, I think just making that more aware to people. And, you know, Knoxville's fortunate where, you know, the summer's not crazy hot and the winter's not crazy cold. So it's not, you know, being in the valley is a little bit different. You know, you're not, sometimes you will get really hot and really cold, but you know, it's, you can always hike and you can always yeah. like go, go outside and do a lot of activities outside. You know, I think that's something that I've enjoyed doing growing up and even more so now, um, you know, being able to just kind of do, do, do what you want outside. I think that's kind of a big thing for me with, uh, with everything, you know, everything going on inside with all the video games and TVs and stuff. But I think being able to Knoxville really offers a lot of outdoors and, um, and everything like that. Yeah. Knoxville river sports has, they, uh, so they've got these little trucks. They're not little trucks. They've got these trucks where they put all their paddle boards and all kinds of things. And they mm -hmm. drive them to the parks outside of just downtown Knoxville. And you can rent out their, out all of their paddle boards and do outdoor things. I think it's a genius idea. It really expands the opportunity to experience the lake for the younger crowd at 10, 15 mm -hmm. bucks a pop and just enjoy the day. And I think that is outstanding. And nobody really does talk about the mountains. They, I mean, they're in my backdrop. This is my backyard. <laughs> they're right there and they're always available and it's quiet and peaceful. Just hike the chimney, go down to IM's nature. <laughs> Anything that you can do and connecting to nature is so refreshing. And I think Knoxville offers something very special in that, that I don't think a lot of towns have. Yeah, I agree. I think the fall, fall in Knoxville is always known for football and all that. And it always will be, but I think, you know, being able to go outside and do what you want during the day, it's not, you know, you don't get the cold, the winter doesn't get here as soon as other, other places up North and, you know, same with the summer. So it's, it just offers a lot, a lot in that aspect. It is beautiful. Sometimes we get all four seasons in one day. Sometimes. <laughs> absolutely. Very absolutely. Very absolutely. We all know that real estate is location, location, location. Our team at Just Homes Group Realty Executives has the true expertise, pairing buyers and sellers with the right opportunities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home right here in Knoxville, Lenore City, Clinton, or Farragut, we have the expertise throughout every Knoxville surrounding area. Call Just Homes Group Realty Executives today at 865-693-3232. All right, here's the fire round. It's coming quick. It's not really okay. that quick, but it's coming. Okay. Favorite grocery store? Uh, probably Butler and Bailey. Oh, I love Butler and Bailey. No one has said that yet. <laughs> so let me tell you a story about Butler and Bailey is black walnut flavoring years ago was very difficult to get. You could not get your hands on black walnut flavoring. It's very difficult to crush those green puffies. So we all have them in our backyard, but the, the syrup itself is very difficult to get. They were the only grocery store that had it. And that one item is in, used in like 50% of Christmas cakes. Oh, wow. So yeah. they were the only place in three counties that would have it. Yeah, I, I grew up, you know, you go to Kroger, you go to, you go to the Publix and all that. But I think, you know, Butler and Bailey's right down the road and we, we enjoyed going there whenever you need something quick. So it was good. Yeah, they have, honestly, I feel like they have everything. They're the Whole Foods slash Kroger <laughs> of Knoxville. Very hidden gem there in Rocky Hill. That's so fascinating. All right, favorite restaurant? Uh, Probably Calhoun's on the river. Oh, good old locally owned. I love that. 
Yeah, we, we went there recently, so it's kind of on the top of my mind right there. But it's uh, it's it's delicious, so you can't can't go wrong there. <laughs> Favorite bar or pub? It's a tough one. I I didn't I don't really go downtown too much. I'll say I'll say Roosters or Wagon Wheel. Oh, I love Roosters. So. I'm telling you, everybody in Knoxville knows all these places, but people outside of Knoxville have no idea. And every person we've interviewed, it's all been local. And this is what I love about these conversations. Every person we've interviewed lived here, grew up here, or relocated here from a massive city, and they all have locally owned and operated names for all of these questions. So that says so much about the Knoxville market. <laughs> Absolutely. Favorite gas station? I don't know. I I've heard r- rumor on the, or uh, people have been talking about that one off of I forty, the big one that just got put in. Oh, oh Bucky's, I, I think's the name of it. Bucky's. I haven't been there, but I, I have not. that's so I. I don't know. I I haven't really grown. I didn't really go to um, too many gas stations other than just the ones down the road at Rocky Hill. So yeah, I grew up in Lenore City. And the Pilot gas station, which is now Casey's because Pilot sold out. Oh, but yeah. Pilot, so I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Locally owned, uh, but sold out to Casey's out of Chicago. And they had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle gummies. Okay. They were the only gas station in all the Pilots that got those gummies. You know what? I'll give you I'll give you my answer. I'll give you a Weigel's. Oh, so best it was, coffee in town. So I, I, uh, in high school, we used to go, there was a Wiles right next to Catholic and I'm sure it's still there, but we, uh, we'd go there after workouts in the mornings and get chocolate milk and a biscuit. So <laughs> I think that that's kind of a Wiles chocolate milk's always, it's up there with for me. And, uh, especially, you know, your, your stomach wouldn't be doing great after, after that, but you'd have, you know, eight hours until the end of the school day to, to feel better. Well, chocolate milk's a good recovery anyway, yeah, especially yeah. from a long run or workout. So mm. Weigel's milk is special milk. I think they have their own <laughs> cows or something. I don't know what they do, but it, is, it tastes amazing. So yeah, Weigel's yeah. is always, always a good one. All right. Mm. Best experience at a Knoxville sporting event. Other than else, okay, so I'll say we played we played UT in in college. I played at UT. Um, you know, we visited my junior year and um, hit a home run and with all my family and everything there. Oh. So that was kind of that was kind of a fun experience. So I bet that was so. Oh my gosh, I bet that was amazing. Yeah, that is such a good story. Yeah, being able to come back to Knoxville and have uh, friends and family and everybody. You know, we we had probably. 10 guys come back to my parents' house the day before and, uh, and just hang out and, you know, my dad grilled out and then, you know, the next day play, play in front of all of them was, it's a very special experience. You know, I, I'll never forget that. I think that again, just harping on Knoxville is such a big, small town because even if you leave and you play for a different team and if you come home, people show up for you. They're like, Hey, this is our hometown person. We're going to support the home team. And that doesn't just mean the balls. That means whoever's here. Yeah, it was very special for me. I'm so glad. That is so good. Okay. Best kept secret that if you told other people about it, they may or may not know about Knoxville. I don't, I'm not sure. I think, you know, there's a lot of go- good golf places here. I think I, I'm big. I'm big. In, I'm big into golf. So a lot of people have no idea how much golf we have to offer. That's a good one. Yeah, there's a lot of golf out in Farragut and a lot of golf. Um, I, for the first time, went out. Um, I went out near past downtown, the Kodak area. I played, uh, played some, played there. So there's a lot, there's a lot of golf. I think, I think here too. So there's, you know, I, I don't know too many secrets. I think there's a lot of, a lot of places that, um, that, you know, out near parks and everything that are just, they're pretty, pretty well known, but I think it's definitely, uh, definitely related to some golf. 
I think so many people, they ask that all the time. Like, is there anything, is there any golf in Knoxville? I'm like, well, let's start the list, you know? And then you have to ask, like, how good do you want the uh, the course to be? How hard do you want it to be? Do you want a country club there? Do you want the ability to have beverages and a, be- and, and a meal after the fact? Do you just want to go for a par three? And they realize that as you're asking these questions, they have no idea what Knoxville has to offer. So we can go all the way from Wind River, which is totally private, completely gated, one of the hardest courses I've ever played, and to, all the way downtown to the par three where you just, you're having a good day, you want to take a couple hours to play with your friends and just grab a bite. So golf is big here. And I didn't even think about that. That's a really good, it's not a secret, but it's a secret. Yeah, yeah. I think like, and the best part about it is goes back to the the weather and everything. Either we have a lot of opportunity to play golf year round here where other people don't. And, um, you know, especially my buddies up north and even down south, it gets, it gets too hot in Florida and all that. So I think it's, it's a good, it's a good middle ground. And I think it's just, uh, it's a lot of fun, fun places around here. Favorite chiropractor. <laughs> ah, Joe, Joe. <laughs> and for everybody out there, my husband is a chiropractor. He owns Dr. Joe Cairo. So it's a, it's fine. He's one of our chiropractors. <laughs> I ask that question to everybody that goes and sees Joe, which is oh, most yeah. people that we also interview on the podcast. <laughs> oh, he's great. He's great. He is. He's a wonderful person. So anything else that you would like to add about Knoxville for everybody out here? This is going to be a national, probably international. I've got a few people that have already started to download it in other countries. They need to know about the Knoxville area just in case we missed anything. No, I think I think we covered a lot, but, you know, it's it's a wonderful town. It's a great place to, like you said, relocate or grow up. And I think, you know, it's it's only it's only going to get better as the years go. And I think how much it's changed between, you know, the time I've been here has been unbelievable. And it's, you know, the friends, the friends are still here. They, everyone, you know, everyone loves Knoxville when they come visit, come to visit. So I think just being able to experience that with everybody has been great. And hopefully uh, other people think the same. Well, I appreciate you being an advocate for Knoxville on your way through all 50 states and playing. Mm-hmm. We really hope that you all crush it again coming up this year in your season. Who do you think is going to be your biggest challenger in 2023? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm just ho- just hoping to have a healthy season, have some success. And, you know, I think uh, it's going to it's going to be tough, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. I can't can't put a name on it. Do you have any words of encouragement for the baseball players coming up at UT? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a tough game. Just always have fun. That's that's the biggest thing. But work harder than you think. There's always other people trying to outwork you. But I think just have fun, enjoy it, and make sure make sure you always thank your parents. They do more they do more for Aww. you than they'd ever know. So, well, if you ever have a chance to visit, Joe and I have season tickets. Let us know. I'm sure you can <laughs> walk out there on your own. But just in no. case. Just in case, we're really excited about your addition to your family. And thank you for taking the time for us. We wish you the best of luck on your upcoming baseball season. If anybody wanted to get merch from you or find a way to support you and your team, is there a not-for-profit that you have or a way to donate something? And then also, do is there something that we can help you with? Yeah, there's. Uh, you can message me on Instagram or Facebook or anything. Um, I work with uh, the Never Ever Give Up charity uh, pretty closely. So there, it's an unbelievable uh, foundation and everything. But yeah, just reach out to me. Feel for everyone, feel free to reach out on Instagram, Twitter, anything. And uh, I'll get you connected with that or we'll figure out a way to do it differently. Perfect. I love to support people that support us here in Knoxville. We appreciate you again. Everybody, this is Julia Hurley. Thank you very much, Cole Cottom, for your time today. So appreciated. Thank you for taking the time to connect the Knox. We'll see you next time. Thank you for having me. Bye.